from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Anytime there's a new head coach and a, and a whole new staff and you know a lot of the new players as well, um, there's a turnover and, and and there's a there's a different feeling and there's a different energy in the building and and just trying to grasp that and run with it and I and I think uh, the biggest thing I know I mentioned this in my first press conference was that it can change very quickly um, it can it can go from from unfortunately not very good last year to to, to good and, and to playoff good very quickly and, and it doesn't it's not easy I'm not saying it's it's you know show up and it works but there's a lot of work that can be done but but it is it is it is available it is an option if, if we make it the right way and we put the work in and, and do the right things is that a Jaguars coach that is not Okay, good. Well, hey, if we're talking about energy, the guy doesn't bring a lot to the table. We're talking about energy. Uh, the, the, it sounds so familiar to me, but I can't place it. Shanahan? No, it's a player. Oh. It sounds like a quarterback. Yep. Crushing it. Don't tell us just yet. A new team quarterback. Yeah, I got that. So a rookie? No. I don't know about it. A guy that got traded or something? Yeah. I don't know, Andy Dalton? No, not Andy Dalton. That's what we have running around. He said no, not Andy Dalton, like it could be another player in the Bears. Nick Foles. No, don't let that know. You're not. You're on the no. wrong path. Well, we know hey, what, man. I know what, I know what Foles hey, sounds like. Your, your land bread comes from me. Don't expect me not to eat them. <laughs> okay? I got nothing. Yeah. What is it, What do we got, Coos? That's golf. Golf. Oh. Yeah. I mean, kind of an afterthought at this point, huh, in Detroit. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Feel bad for the dude. We'll see. Good luck. We'll see there, Jared. Well, you know, to be fair, though, the coach there for the Detroit Lions brings enough energy for everybody. (laughs) That is correct. So maybe that's why Goff is so kind of calm and reserved because he doesn't need to bring any more energy. Got to bite some kneecaps. Bite some kneecaps, man. Is that what it was? Yeah, something like that. Smash kneecaps, bite kneecaps, hand and fist, whatever it is. All right, well, welcome to a 5 o'clock hour here on ESPN 690, talking some NFL. Football at 5. Football at 5. Football at 5. We uh, we jumped into some rookie prop bets. Yeah. As we get excited for the upcoming NFL season. Yep, I'm trying to make some money so I can buy a Lamborghini. I actually probably got my on the Bentley, but yeah. Yeah, we're looking right at it right here at the Jacksonville nice, uh, International Auto Show. Looks like a nut. What is that cream? Yeah. What would you call that? But it's, it's like it's probably like espresso cream, right? Because it's a fancy it's, car. It certainly has like a. Google looking at an espresso cream Bentley here. Market price probably oh, I don't know two hundred two hundred and twenty. Thousand, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a nice car. It's like eight or nine of my cars. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if you do the math on it. I mean, I drive a station wagon, so what are we talking about? Okay, yeah. it's a, it's actually a sport wagon, but anyways, flex. The sport is important. Flex, flex, yeah. everybody. Yeah. yeah. Let's get into this prop. That's right. We're, ju- we're jumping boys back up. in. We, we started off with some uh, some other QBs around the NFL, but let's jump into Trevor Lawrence now. Yeah. Passing yards, over under, four thousand. 250. Okay, so the way I'm pursuing this is I'm comparing the numbers from Justin Herbert last year. Okay. Because I think we can all agree Justin Herbert had a hell of a rookie year at the quarterback position, played in 15 games, started 15 games. That was thanks to Tyrod Taylor's doctor for puncturing that lung. Shout out to Doc. Shout out to – does that guy still have a job? Do we know? I, yeah, probably not. Man. Okay, anyways. I kept that one quiet, at least. Yep. So, Justin Herbert last year had 4,336 yards. Stuart, can you repeat the, the over-under on the prop bet again? 4,250. 
And here's another. He's got two more games. Yeah, that's exactly it. Right? It's that 17-game 17, 17 schedule. So as you compare it to some of the numbers from last year, yeah. you keep that in mind. How are you feeling about it? I feel good. I okay. feel good for the over. You're taking the over? I'm taking the over. Man. And here's here's my reasoning. Okay. Last year, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12 guys threw over 4,000 yards. I like what you're doing here. How many rookies? Just Herbert, obviously, right? I don't think anybody else would yeah, have been. Yeah, just Herbert. Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, there's some pretty good names in there. Yep. Some pretty good quarterbacks in that list. Yep. But I even, like, Kyler Murray was only 30 yards away from 4,000. Well, he's good, though. So is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he's my fantasy. Philip Rivers had 41. Okay, yeah. You know, Go ahead. Man. And, and you got to keep in mind, too, do the Jaguars play complementary football this year as well in defense? Like, does their defense help out their offense? I think so. I'm a Joe Cullen believer. Does Trevor throw it to the running backs a lot to add up some more yardage? He could for sure. Urban Meyer spread offense, high-powered. Go ahead. You know what? Go ahead and give me the over as well, Stuart. All right. Of those... 4,000 yards, yes. how many of them are going to get him into the end zone? How many passing touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence? Over, under, set at 27. If you 27 want to com- touchdowns. If you want to compare to Justin Herbert last year, yep. 31. Her- 31 touchdowns. Ah. Tw- it's 27? Yep. Give me the over. Taking the over. I'm a believer. What do you got? I like the over, too. Okay. Simply because... How does it compare to the players last year in the NFL? I'm half this half the league was over 26. Half the league year. was. Over 26. Yep. And now you're adding a game. Yep. Let's go. Over again. Right. Yep. Over I like again. It. We're we're sending in the Canton. Yep. Right away. Uh, here's an interesting point. Trevor Lawrence rushing yards. So now this one I actually looked up a little bit in terms of its college production. Okay. Because he had that one year um, where he had, you know, like I think it was 2019... He ran the ball a lot. Okay. And in doing so, looking at it, his highest total, that was his sophomore year, was 563 yards rushing, and he rushed for nine touchdowns, just to let you know. Wow, that's a lot of touchdowns. It is a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Now, it's a high-powered offense. How many of them were against, like, Wake Forest? No, that's for sure. That's, for sure. That's fair. The fair. There is no Wake Forest in the NFL. Harsh to Wake Forest, but fair. But keep in mind, he also had eight rushing touchdowns last year. Sorry, Wake Forest. Johnny yeah. Wolford, you rock. It is what it is. So what's what's the prop bets for? 300 yards rushing. Over, under 300 yards? Yep. Oh, man. 300 yards. Ah. I think you have to go over, right? Well, how are you feeling about this one? I don't think Urban Meyer is going to let him rush that yeah, much. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But at the same time, is it's, he going to have to scramble yeah. a little bit? That's who he is. I'm going to take the under. You take the under? I I think what you just said about Urban. Yeah. Trying to keep him behind I just, that line. I also think, though, um, once again, keep in mind. That also, this, I don't want to give him like this no, this large stat line for the entire season. One also keep in mind the Tim Tebow factor as well. Yeah. Where if you need a running quarterback, you call him. Bring Tim him Tebow. in there on the wildcat. Put, put out, you talk, oh don't don't even talk about yeah, that. Lee. But um, he could do a jump pass to a tight end. No, we don't have any tight ends to throw it to. Now, not mind. not quite yet. Unless I try out, which Never I might mind. try out coming up here pretty soon. Get take Casey um, over here. I could try out. We'll see. Uh, I feel pretty good about myself. I you know what, Stuart? I, you're taking the under. I think I'm taking the over. Okay. I think that, yes, it's going to be a spread offense, but I also feel like Urban Meyer is going to want the threat of the mobile quarterback. And in doing that, only he has, has to, to average 18 yards a game rushing. In 17 games, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I like that. I think Trevor Lawrence does that. Yep. 
Okay. Go ahead and give me the over. All right. And next one brings up that stat you just brought up. Yeah. How many touchdowns he scored. Rushing right? touchdowns. I think if you still buy into James Robinson and Travis Etienne. Four over <sighs> under. I like if it was at three. Mm-hmm. I would take him at four since that's not the case. I think I'm going over again. Really? I, th- I think I'm going I'm over. I'm going to take under on this one, too, because yeah. in my scenario, I don't yeah. have him running that much. True. Yeah, all right. This, this is going to be an interesting uh, season for us, Stuart. And I feel like with ETN right there, he'll be able to. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Four is not that many. So those are some positive stats for you. How, yep. how about the oh, interception? Sure. Uh, how about uh, the interception let's, let's not go here with it. Okay, what's the interception number at? Over under 12. Interceptions for Trevor Lawrence this season. Interceptions. Keep in mind, Keep in mind we've already said he's going to go over 27 touchdowns. Justin Herbert had, and I love how I'm compared to everything to Justin Herbert, but, you know, it's the rookie quarterback that, that sticks out to me. 10 last year for Herbert. 10 last year for Herbert. The league lead was uh, 15 from Carson Wentz and Drew Locke. That each, was the highest. Each with 15 last year. That was the highest. And, and they were playing. Because Jameis wasn't throwing it. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> he was on the bench. He was on the bench. Watts because Taysom Hill took his job. Yeah. Um, man. Think back about how bad Carson Wentz was and only have 15 along with Drew Locke. I'm a little surprised that this number is that low from last year. What did, can you see what Joe Burrow threw real quick? I sure can. Because I'm curious about a, a team that threw like nonstop what he brought to the table. Not like it matters, but I'm just I'm curious there for the conversation. Five interceptions for Burrow in his limited time. And how many games? Nine, I think it was. Or no, wasn't that many? Um, I don't remember how many. Okay, games it doesn't. Okay. Yeah, I uh, will say half a season. Sure. Give me the under. Under. I'm, I'm going all in. I guess on Trevor Lawrence right now. I'm, right. I'm taking the under. Okay. What do you got? I think. Hmm. That's tough. I don't want to keep throwing out these negative ones for him, but you kind of are. I kind of am. I think if he's going to throw over 27 touchdowns, I think that's going to come with some risk. Okay. So I'm going to say I'm going to say over. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. I'm okay. going to say over. I'm not saying Peyton Manning over. <laughs> Let's hope not. Peyton Manning's rookie record not not in uh, in peril. Yeah. Okay. But I'll go with the over. All right. All right. Uh, let me scroll by a couple of these because for some reason it has multiple of the same thing. Some so are just yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to some uh, some wide receivers. Yeah. Just throw a couple out there real quick. Okay. Let's go rapid fire. Jamar Chase, 1,100 yards receiving Oof. over under. Uh, over. I, I, I like the confidence that he's bringing to the table. Okay. I'm going to go under. Okay. Uh, just a rookie. I know. Just handing a rookie a 1,000 yard, yard season. Okay, Metcalf? First. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they can do it. They can do it. I just think it's it's probably easier to not have I to do you. it than I, to do it. <laughs> you're not wrong. You know. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like, even Jalen Waddle, they have listed at 800 over Yeah, under. yeah. Jalen Waddle, I'm taking the under. The under on that yes. one? I'll take the over. Okay. Love the horns. Yep. Uh, Devontae Smith, your Heisman Trophy winner, 900 yards. Going to Philly. Over 900 yards. I'm taking the under. I don't. Actually, no. Who? No, I'm taking the under for sure. Because, like, I feel like you could never trust an Eagles wide receiver. Now. I like Jalen Hurts a lot this year. I think he's going to do something special in terms of fantasy football. We'll break that down as we get closer to fantasy football season. But I can't trust in Devontae Smith so early. All right, here's a couple more Jaguar-related ones. Let's jump back into that. Yep. Player with the most rushing yards. Is it Javante Williams or is it Travis Etienne? Javante Williams. Javante Williams. 
That's what I have listed here. Shouldn't James Robinson be on this list? This is I'm just including a Jaguars player. Oh, this I'm sorry. Adam, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, I got you. I'm sorry. All right, so who has more? Um, Javante as the favorite at minus 150. I'm taking Javante Williams. Yeah? Yeah. I think so, especially when you consider James Robinson being yes. a part of this Correct. team. Okay, how about most touchdowns? Same two. Javante Williams. Yeah? Yeah. Player with the most receiving yards, Kadarius Tony or Rashad Bateman? Ooh. Tony coming in at a one, minus 175 favorite. Bateman went where again? He went to, uh, I'm drawing, he went to Baltimore? Where did he go? I think he went to Baltimore. Or am I completely off? Uh, yeah, you got it. Baltimore. Kadarius Tony, give me, ah, that's a good one. Who's the favorite? Tony. Receiving yards? Yeah, give me Tony. He's okay. he's more of the gadget guy. All right, all right, all right. There you go. We good? Yeah. I cool, man. Good. I think I think we got enough prop bets in there. We've thrown some in. Those are brought to you by the odds. The odds dot com or just whatever. Just the odds. Is there's the odds dot com or what are we are we giving credit to here? Fantastic. We have no idea. Okay. Cool. What's it? The odds that Coos is listening. <laughs> Probably not that high right now. Not listening at minus 300 coming in. <laughs> we talk about some of these rookies and just the excitement that they're going to bring to the NFL this year. And I always love that aspect of it is seeing these guys transitioning from the college game into the pro game and bringing that excitement. And yeah. it's really cool that the Jaguars have that duo of Lawrence and ETN yeah. uh, changing in the orange for the teal, mm-hmm. but still bringing that that excitement and blend of football that they had up there in Clemson. No, for sure. Like, listen, anytime that you're a starting quarterback coming into the team and you got your running back with you, yeah. I mean, like, you know, because like, I talk about it all the time. Going to the NFL, it's like being the the first day of school all over again. And you get to essentially do it with your best friend now? Are you kidding me, man? Like that, I, I don't know, like, how much of, of the mental factor goes into that. And I'm not sure how much was actually, like, talked about. Like, well, hey, let's get Trevor Lawrence comfortable here with, you know, Travis Etienne. But it's only going to help the situation. Like, it's not going to hurt anything. If anything, it's going to help. So um, it's interesting where you got two guys from the same team, um, you know, same side of the ball, if you will, um, and can have a, a really giant influence on where this team goes forward right away. I mean, how many times has this happened, honestly, in the NFL? Not a lot. Not a lot at all. No. So it's going to be intriguing to watch. Now, once again, we we, we got to temper expectations a little bit, I think, with Travis Etienne because I'm not going to give up on James Robinson. Yeah. I, and I don't think anybody nor should. should. Yeah. No, nor should he. I mean, plus yards from scrimmage. That guy's earned his stripes. He did. I think he's earned a starting spot this season. Um, we'll see how training camp goes, obviously. I'm sure there'll be competition there. But I still want to see James Robinson as a big part of this offense and what they do going forward. Well, they got Carlos Hyde as well. Carlos, well, Carlos Hyde as well, but we we know how Brent Martin feels about Carlos Hyde. Well, here's, uh, probably you do as well, because uh, were you doing the show with Brent as well? I no? I was not stood up by him. Okay. No. Um. But uh, Jags Brass thinks enough of him to, you know, pay him, bring him in. Yeah. So certainly uh, we'll be taking even more of those snaps away from a guy like Etienne. Yeah. Uh, which affects those prop bets. Yep. That we just rolled out there. What players do you have your eye on set aside from obviously ETN and yeah. Trevor Lawrence where you can't wait to watch to see what they do on the field in terms of a hype factor? I mean, for me, it's Pitts. That's, that, I mean, that you seems know. to be the, the overall consensus, yeah, obviously. Uh, obviously, being a Florida grad, that's that's an exciting part of it. Yeah. But 
so much hype around a tight end. Yeah. And and tight ends usually don't do as much in that first year, but you have to think that they're going to have to feature him mm-hmm. a good amount and, and take advantage of those mismatches. And having seen it firsthand quite a bit uh, against the SEC this past year, yeah, that's exciting. It's exciting to watch. You know, it's exciting to to, to see how they're able to utilize him mm-hmm. and. And you hope that he forms up a good rapport there with uh, Matt Ryan. I'm really excited to see what these receivers have to offer. Yeah. You know, especially the big three. We talk about Jalen Waddle, Jamar Chase, uh, and Devontae Smith. I think that DK Metcalf and AJ Brown, when they came out, they kind of set a new precedent in terms of how we feel about the wide receiver position. Now, keep in mind, they both. I think well, AJ Brown went the first round, if I'm not mistaken. Metcalf goes a little later on, just because of the the shuttle run, if you will. But we see what they both done. And if you can do the hindsight 2020 draft, you're taking DK Metcalf first round all day. I mean, with no doubt about it. And I think that kind of set a precedent on saying, hey, if we can get that wide receiver, that game changer, especially where the NFL is going now, where it seems to mirror college football more and more every day, the wide receiver position is an important position. And I'm curious to see out of these three guys who do things differently, um, who do things well at the wide receiver position, who can separate themselves from the other two, or do all three come out right away, hit the ground running, and we're talking about a, a pretty deep and successful wide receiver class. I'm excited for the schedule release. Yeah. You know, it's it's stupid. It's silly. We already, <laughs> we already know all the teams they're playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but when, when you see them in order, you know, in the the exact dates that they're going to play them. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just pumped about it. I'm pumped about playing it out the fall a little. Yeah. Bit. You about, know. You know, seeing all right. Well, we we going to Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's cool. No, for sure. The other player that I'm excited to see though that I think should be mentioned, and it's crazy because he's not getting talked about at all. I think ETN's even outshining him, which probably probably should. But Najee Harris is a guy who left a lasting impression on college football fandom. I mean, the guy finished his college career absolutely on fire. Yeah. Obviously, was a Heisman Trophy candidate. One could wonder if it wasn't for Devontae Smith, uh, you know, where Najee Harris would have would have would have stood. And he really showcased the fact that he's more than just this bruising back like we think of a Derrick Henry, right? He showcased his receiving receiving skills too. And going to a place like Pittsburgh, that is in such dire need of a revamp. On their offensive line, number one, but also their running game, number yeah, two. You lose James Conner. You, you thought James Conner was going to be the guy. Yep. He kind of fell off a little bit. Benny Snell, more of a third down back, couldn't be a bell cow. I want to see how Nigel Harris is going to do for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because let's keep in mind, if they can if they can win the football, that passing game opens up a little bit with their dynamic receivers. And now Pittsburgh's back to where they were a couple years I ago. I saw one of the analysts saying that Najee Harris is going to extend Roethlisberger's career by an extra two years or something. He very well could be, man. It's all about complimentary football. If you can run the ball, you can also pass the ball. All right, beautiful thing. We're going to take a quick time out here on Action Sports Jacks Radio, live from the Jacksonville International Auto Show in downtown Jacksonville. Come stop by, check out some cars, maybe take one home. Pretty sure you could do that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Lamborghini. I think they're selling them here. And the Bentley. Yeah. yeah come get you a couple. Sell some of that Bitcoin. Yeah. It can happen. Some Doge. Take yeah. a car to the moon. Yep. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Austin Lane. I want you to put yourself in Leonard Fournette's shoes. Probably a little bigger shoes than you're rocking right now. Mm-hmm. Shocker, you're wearing sandals, and that's all good, though. Brent Martineau. Well, you, you are, you too. They're Martin. just like... <laughs> I mean, they're just like, look I like might vans. as well be. I might as well be. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. 
Jack Radio on ESPN 690. We are live on location at the Jacksonville International Auto Show. Mm-hmm. Folks checking out some new vehicles. Got some Volkswagen, some nice looking Volkswagens behind us right now. Shout out to them. Yeah, I'm trying to get an endorsement, basically. It's what my goal yeah, is. Yeah, I right mean, now. it's fair. Yeah. I like it. I'm trying to get Brent off the, the all the commercials. All right, so, <laughs> yeah, he does have a lot of those, doesn't he? Back to back to back to back to back, Brent Martinos. Yes. Yeah. All right, what do you got for us? I want to talk a little softball. Um, I saw this box score okay. pop, pop across I, the timeline. I, can I just say real quick, though? Sure. I mean, there's other sports going on this weekend that yeah. I can break down. Yes. We're going softball, though. And that's fine. Yes. But I hope it's a good story, Stuart. I, I hope it's worth our time. Oh, it's it is all, a, No pressure. It is a record-breaking story. I hope it's a big one. Let's get into it. How about this? Alabama, high school softball. Okay. Park Crossing, home of. Okay, so it's, so, so it's not topical. It's in Alabama, not in Florida. So Park Crossing, home start. of the Thunderbirds. Okay, well, that's the that's the, the alma mater in high school. That's my mascot. Yeah, there, so there's your first hook. Off to a good start, taken on Taken on Sydney, Sydney Lanier High School. Super aggressive name. Okay. Uh, it's a lake. Lanier. Wait, what? Lake Lanier. Oh, yeah, but Probably not the one for Alabama because it's in Georgia. There it is. But both named after the same guy. You're going to get there. It's all right. all right. Okay, cool. Final score. Okay. Park Crossing 46. Excuse me. Sydney Lanier 45. Pardon me, sir. High school softball. So they put up over 90 runs. 91, 91 runs. Softball, softball game. game. Was this a home run derby or was it a softball game, though? Dude, how does that happen? I've never heard of a game going over, like, 20. Here's your problem. Okay. A combined 20 hits in this game. That's not enough hits, though. That's not enough hits. So what are we talking about here? We're talking about 65 walks. walks. you got to be kidding me. 29 hit-by-pitches. Were they playing in a hit? What? <laughs> 20... <laughs> <laughs> 29 players got plunked in this game. Hold up. Do 29 we, do we know, hit by pitches. Do we know how many from each team? Like, were, were they playing in a typhoon? How do you hit that many people? Hey, how do you hit, like, three people and not get, like, pulled from the game? Uh, Sid, Sidney Lanier's mascot, by the way, the Poets. That's pretty cool. I'm guessing Sidney Lanier might have been an, a writer. Yeah. Just going on in the limb here. Never heard of her. Now, if you want to call your school like the Maya Angelou's, that's well, like okay. Ed, well, like Ed White is the Commanders, named after former Commander Ed White. Sure. What, what was he was an astronaut. I was going to say, what was he commanding? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Space. I got it. Command, um, commanded the space. So, how, how many hit by pitchers again? 29. How? That's a lot. Do we know any more background to this game? Like, th- there's got to be something to this. There's no way a team – okay, so let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say half those were each team, right? Okay. So that let's say, give or take, let's say the one team had 16 hit-by-pitches. Sure. I feel like by the fourth or fifth one, if the benches don't clear, you just got to suspend the team and say, hey, guys, obviously you didn't bring your A games today. You're hitting everybody. This is not safe. I'm calling the game off. A starting pitcher uh, for Sydney Lanier. She got went, shelled. She went the whole game, uh, six and a third innings. Yeah. Uh, gave up 46 runs, 34 of them earned. Hey, not uh, good for the ERA. At what point do you pull your starting pitcher? What I don't know, eight runs, six or I don't know, 16 runs, 46 runs? You kidding me? Not ideal. Why would you keep her in? And I'm shouting right now. People are like, "What am I talking about?" That's fine. It's this game's insane. Did it go extra innings? No, no, no. Regulation, seven inning game. 
45 to 46. Uh, by the way, I don't like how this box score is set up, and Brent Martineau would, would be very upset right now where he they have be livid about it, the yeah. low score ahead of the of, winning of score. The winning score. Yeah. You can't do that. Uh, I'm retweeting it right now on at Stuart A.S. Jackson what in case plug. you want to take a look at the... What uh, a plug. See? You want to take a look at the box score. I knew there was something to it. This is a made-up softball story and Stuart's trying to get more Twitter followers. I knew there was something to this whole I thing. I mean, if people want to follow me, I'm not going to be upset about Makes it. Makes sense. Makes sense. You news guys are all the same. But no, that's actually a crazy story, though. Yeah. I, I wish I had more details about what... That starting pitcher hit 16 girls from the Lanier team. How many? 16, 16 <laughs> girls she hit with a pitch. That's like getting hit through the lineup like twice yeah. or three times. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. How many softball? Twice-ish. Twice-ish. Um, what about the other team? How many pitchers did they use? They used three different pitchers. Okay. Yeah. Actually, two. Sorry. One of them started. They replaced her. Then they brought her back in later for a little more. For, for a little more punishment? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words, man. That, yeah. That's the craziest story I've heard all week. Well, uh, high school softball, we do have some here tonight in the area, yeah. albeit one of the games. Yep. Um, I'm not expecting 91 runs. Hope not. Really hope not. Hope Especially not. knowing the starting pitcher for one of the two teams. Oh, you better believe it. She's uh, she's a, she's young. She's an ace, that's yeah. what we've heard. Yep. So hopefully we'll see how she does there, and that's Creekside, right? Yep. Creekside. Shots to Creekside. I mean, I'm not biased or anything, but might have to be. Yeah, we're totally biased. Might have to be biased towards see, Creekside. See, here's the good thing about the playoffs. Yeah is that this time of year, there's a lot of matchups we can be biased. Yes. Because we're playing teams from out of out of our area. Yep. Now, if it's two local teams playing each other, then we're there for both teams. Yep. But uh, I don't want the Orlando team to win. No, I hear you. I want I, the Jacksonville team to win. I'm absolutely with you. Well, at least you got a, uh, you know, it was pouring rain yesterday, so yeah. softball games got canceled. But we, yep. we got a little sunshine yep. today, and that's going to be good for you to cover. And speaking of sunshine, what a segue. Way. Oh, I saw it coming. By I the saw way. it coming. What a beautiful segue. I mean, I can only pat oh, my myself on the back so much, right? Yep. But two for two today on the segues. Now, the, the, the whole guessing don't hurt, audio don't hear thing. Don't your shoulder. I, I won't. Trying to pat yourself on the back. Well, there. I'll be honest. I don't do segues. Yeah. But I had to do them today, right? Because someone's got to take the lead here. Okay. I figured yeah. I would sometimes, and you take the lead sometimes sure. as well. It's like, uh, it's like a dance. It's like dirty dancing where you take the lead, I take the lead. We're not, we're not dirty dancing together. I'm just saying in the realm of everything. Cool. Anyways. Not speaking, a good segue. Speaking of sunshine, Trevor Lawrence, nickname. Yep. Social media hype. Team branding. Seems like the Jaguars... They've already used Sunshine in a team branding. ...are on... Well, yeah, it's been done before. But it seems like the Jacksonville Jaguars are on board of calling Trevor Lawrence this year Sunshine. Yeah. It's been done before. I don't like it. Blaine Gabbard, obviously, rings a bell. Or any other quarterback who's had long hair ever. True. And it comes from, remember the Titans, which Titans... I'll say it again. Titans. So you don't like that either. We remember them. We don't. But do you? Do you want to remember, remember Derrick Henry? Him. Okay, there yeah. you go. For How's that? every highlight ever in his NFL 100 uh, thing, it seems like, yeah, in Jacksonville. It does. Anyways, how do we feel about Trevor Lawrence being called Sunshine? I don't like it. Not one bit. No. Yeah. I don't like it. it it's not him. It's not... It's not personalized enough to him. Okay. You know? Yeah. It's pretty generic. It's very generic. And so many people have had it before. Yeah. And it basically just says you have long hair. Yeah. That's it. I hear you. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I get the brand. Jags have already done some branding with it, saying I had a picture of him with a a Florida outline behind him that said, Sunshine's State. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It's clever. It's clever. 
Good job. Good I job, mean, Jags. Uh, Social yeah, media team. So is this going to be another thing where, like, you thought it was going to go 904, and now it seems like they're sticking with Duvall? Do you think the goal was to go sunshine, but now maybe due to social media interaction, they're going to shy away from that a little bit? Uh, I don't know. Or they're, they're are, are we all in on sunshine? Sunshine. They're going to do – I can't even say properly. They're going to do, they're gonna do whatever they want to do. Okay. Um, I think it ha- – the best analogy I can use is soccer teams. Mm-hmm. Globally, most soccer teams don't have an official, like, mascot. Okay. Like if you look at different teams, Manchester United, for example, the Reds. They're not like they're not. That's not in the name. But they're the like Reds. an American one. But, that's. But they're the Reds. Yeah, the Red and Devils. And they, even they've I got know a, that. Right. Exactly. Okay. okay. Which was formed organically through the team Red sure. Devils. You know, yeah, that's yeah. that's coming from the style of play from yeah. the fan base. Sure. That's all. Well, it's pretty badass too. Oh, it's really badass. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But it's all it's all, right. all built up organically, is what I'm saying. Sure. That's how I feel like this nickname should be. This wasn't built up organically. No. Obviously. No. This this Let's, was yeah predetermined. Do you have, do you have any other good nickname ideas for Trevor Lawrence? I saw somebody on uh, I believe it was YouTube said T Law. See, I don't like T Law either. I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, and, and I've seen T Law on social media. Yeah. And. I probably should say something, but I let it slide. I, I'm not a T-Law supporter either. Okay. How do you feel about the law? The law? The law of Actionville. Ooh. I mean, the law is never wrong. Yeah. So I guess that's right. I, I mean, now it just makes you wish they got Mac Jones. It could be Actionville, you know? <laughs> I mean, it, it writes itself. But no, I'm for happy for appearances on Maction News Jacks? Uh, I mean, if you want to take it that far, by all means. Maction Sports Jacks? Let's go to the Trevor tracker real quick here because this is the the guy to talk to in terms of Trevor Lawrence's nickname because yep. he is so storied on social media with the Trevor tracker. And I feel like this is half of what they do on WAPE. It's a good – well, be nice now. I'm just saying. Can you just be nice? But, yes, Kuz, how do you feel about Sunshine? Do we go down that road? Is there a different direction we should take it? Your thoughts on the Trevor tracker. Yeah, I don't I don't like Sunshine. Oh, um, wow. It's come from the Trevor Tracker. Team. Yeah, I'm not okay. a big fan of that. I, okay. I kind of, you know, honestly, and I know it's it's going to be a sensitive one, but I saw someone call him the Jacksonville Jesus, and I kind of like that. <laughs> I could see that one not gaining a lot of traction. Yeah, yeah he just, yeah, he, he needs to grow a beard, and, and it'll be good. Oh, I mean, I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not mad at that. I mean, yeah. I get it, but 2021. But he doesn't have the beard. Yeah, 2021. What, uh, is the beard going to be the, the upset? Because <laughs> I, I feel it's more about religion. Well, I didn't know it was the beard that was the big deal breaker. Needs a beard. Sure. Yes. And if we get past the beard, do you think that it's going to be okay to call him that? He saves the team. Stuart, okay. Okay. Do you know what year it is, though? I know. No, okay. It, it certainly would not play Sir, well. Tim Tebow's coming to the team. Uh, you're right. Okay. So let, let's let's get our heads on straight. You're right. Okay. Uh, Kuz, any other ideas? Honestly, no. That one, I saw that and I went, yep, I want that, and then stopped. <laughs> All right. We know he where Coos lives. He he was one and done. Coos, anything li- uh, on the latest Trevor track? Anything we should know about? Just more endorsements. You know, I mean, that's I feel like that's all he posts about now on on social media. Uh, what, else, what else does he have now? Did he add some more to the repertoire? I well, don't, I Adidas don't know. Adidas dropped the what was it the the NFT of him? I know he's in the yep. NFT game already. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So non fungible. And then he just fungible. seems hyped for you know he he stayed at an Airbnb. 
if you want that. <laughs> I saw I saw that I saw that post and but it didn't say like ad. It yeah. didn't say ad, but he just he specifically mentioned Airbnb. Okay. Maybe he's out there trying to get some more ad reads for commercial breaks. Because any more info on the Airbnb stay? Was it in Jacksonville? What kind of Airbnb are we talking about? Was the review good? It looks like a very nice place. He says it's very nice. Um, I guess it's either his mom or – I'm assuming it's either his mom or his wife's mom okay. that hung mom. out with yeah. – is his mom? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they, That was in the – that was a pre-draft Airbnb. Okay. So just okay. before the draft, uh, okay. had a nice little getaway where they were able to Crazy. reset their minds. I wonder, does Crazy that count as their honeymoon? Was that their honeymoon then? Goose. That was with you're, his mom. You're the tr- what? Goose. <laughs> no, but but I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Like if they took that that spot to like hang out and disconnect, does that end up being their considered their honeymoon? Like the mom was also at their honeymoon. Okay. I can't stress this enough. Yeah, I don't know. I give you so many here. opportunities, Goose. Okay. Don't tell me there's one minute left in this segment. Okay. And he just did that to me. You probably can hear it on the air, but he said yeah, one that minute. Yeah, that was not on the no, air. No. Yeah. I'm going to need five more minutes because you're the Trevor Tracker, dude. So you tell me where the honeymoon's at. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, they didn't post about a honeymoon. So I'm thinking I'm this is his honeymoon post. Without the risk of shouting in the middle of the Jacksonville car show, there is no way he had his mom on his honeymoon. It's not how it goes down. He's a family guy. Well, yeah, that's true. Was his brother there too? You think then? No, definitely no. not. No. Well, then what are we talking about? No, it's. I don't think it was a honeymoon. I think it just was a. It was a getting... staycation, as the tweet will illustrate. Well, hey, thank you from Stuart Weber and the Trevor Tracker. I mean, that's all. We, I just had to ask Stuart. Now I know for next time. Next time I want the Trevor Tracker, I always ask Stuart. Who's happy with that? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> He's over it. Whatever. 5.40 on a Friday. When we come back, honeymoons. Do you go on there with, with your mom or do you leave her at home? That's a short uh, two-letter answer. Probably no. No. But we'll get into it. But All hey, right. for real, though, when we come back here on Action Sports Jackson, ESPN 690, our give you one thing for the weekend. Yeah. That maybe you should be watching, that maybe you should be doing, or maybe you should be talking about. I have a feeling yours is going to involve combat sports. I am a one-trick pony. More <laughs> on ESPN 690 when we get back. Action Force Jacks Radio here on ESPN 690. Austin Lane, a little less less than pleased with with the music underneath your last little ad read there. No, I'm just joking. I'm just being impossible to work with. Yeah, but I mean, I'll be honest. If, if I was doing an ad read, I probably wouldn't pick country music to to go over it. Or to that's why I it. put it there. I, I know this is who's getting back. A I mean, paradigm shift. Tracker. A paradigm shift. Yes, indeed. But I'm not going to sleep about it. It's all yeah. good. Yeah, it's more Brett Martineau style. Well, I am more upset. And if we're on the topic, okay. I am more set with Coos. Yeah. When we had recorded the spots where it's like, you know, Amazon Echo and all that stuff. And then at the end, I'm like, I'm not going to say, listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah, and that. then I go, hey, let's listen to our podcast. And he Included. edited it. And he edited all that part out. And all it says is, please listen to our podcast. Yeah, listen to our podcast. Please and, our podcast. and I sound like a Jake Paul or a Logan Paul type. And that's not what I aspired to be. Stealing and people's And now hats. I'm like a YouTube influencer. And it's because of Coos. Oh, dear. But it's all good, dude. Come on, Coos. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. So Friday means that it's time for the weekend. Yes. Give we, you give, give us one thing. Which oh, means this week. This is Brent's thing. But. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. We're giving one thing for the weekend. Yeah. What are you going to watch? What, what should people be talking about? Hit so, us with it. I'm excited about throwback weekend. Um, every year when NASCAR heads to Darlington, the track too tough to tame. Okay. And why is it called that? It's a tough track. You Ser- I mean, can't seriously? tame it. Well, I, I feel like Bristol would be the toughest track, right? In terms of crashes and all that stuff? Yeah, that, that's another good one. Uh, but might, might might be the one, though, huh? Everyone has different nicknames. Okay, I got you. So, you know. I mean, it, it's it's a badass nickname. I'm just saying. Yeah, did, Br- Bristol's got, did the, that track Bristol's got the bull ring. Okay, but I'm just saying. Yeah, Darlington okay. earned it. it earned it. Okay, yeah, got yeah. you. Please continue. Sorry. Uh, so, every year they do a throwback. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of the different drivers or their paint schemes okay. will have some, uh, some old school stuff and usually something with some significance to it. Okay. Uh, which is pretty cool. And I had a chance to head up to the race in Darlington a couple years ago. Pretty cool. Pretty cool historic track. Good stuff. Favorite track that you've been to? At the the OG. It's Daytona, man. Daytona. Yeah, that's the yeah. one I went to every year growing up. So, um, so do, do you a lot think, of fun at Daytona. Do you think, uh, okay, so from that standpoint, yeah. is it more about, I mean, it's it's everything, right? It's Daytona, and I get that. But is it the quality of race that you get with that track, or is it just the environment, the atmosphere, and knowing that you're at Daytona? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because you are gonna you are gonna get a certain blend of racing with the super speedway stuff. Yeah. Uh, but for me, there's so much nostalgia. Yeah. You know, anytime I walk in there, even now when I'm doing work stuff, I, I just love heading over there. Which, speaking of which, uh, this summer's race, mm-hmm. the Coke Zero Sugar 400. Taking place in late August, going to have a full front stretch grandstand. They just announced today that uh, 100% capacity will be at the NASCAR race this summer in Daytona. Cool. So, so I, mean, I mean, do you sense now that the, the, all the races are going to kind of go back to normalcy in the summertime? I think it's going to depend on the state. A lot of it has sure. to do with what state you're in. Sure. And so Florida has certainly moved everything in that direction. Yeah, I mean, we saw that with the UFC opening up capacity for all the events and like you said with the UFC. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're any event in the state of Florida right now and you saw what the UFC did, yeah. you have to be like, "Well, can we do it?" Yeah. Cuz they just did it indoors and here we are 2 weeks later. Tomorrow would be 2 weeks removed, I believe, from the UFC event. Correct. And we haven't really heard anything about it. So, from that standpoint, it appears to have been a success. Well, and generally, too, if we're talking about these NASCAR races, yeah. predominantly a lot of them are in the South, right? Correct. Where you think things would maybe be, I mean, you know, throwing politics aside, yeah. but you think those would be a little more opened up than as opposed to having to go to California or yeah, and, up in the East Coast. And that certainly affected the schedule earlier this year where they dropped the race in California, added an extra race yeah. at the Daytona Road Course. Next month, they have two races in Pennsylvania at Pocono. So... I believe those have some limited capacity as well. Something to keep an eye on. But Daytona, this summer, yeah, 100% capacity. So, How about your... Uh, yeah, so give my... Give thing for the Give week. you one thing. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm going to give you this one thing, but I'm a little disappointed because nobody's really talking about it because, once again, we get covered... We got you with, here. We, I know, but we get covered with Jake Paul and Logan yeah, Paul and, Flamingo, yeah. and that's the big story. But there's a really intriguing and a really great boxing event going on this weekend between Canelo Alvarez uh, and Billy Joel Saunders. Now, Canelo, um, you know, pound for pound, one of the best fighters uh, in the world, but also probably the most popular fighter right now. He's really the guy. So this fight's taking place on Dazzin, and Dazzin's one of those streaming apps. Canelo is really the first guy 
that signed to one of these streaming apps. And he, he kind of started the whole streaming revolution. Um, you know, being a Mexican fighter, obviously, they, they you know, the, the whole country of Mexico loves their fighters. Yep. Um, and he's just, you know, the, the latest of, of a glorified run uh, of professional boxers. So he's taken a guy, a, a guy by the name of Billy Joe Saunders, who is undefeated. And keep my Canelo right now, uh, he's had 58 total fights. Has has one loss out of all those fights. His loss came to take a guess. Mayweather. Yeah, and this is back when Canelo was super young, yeah. just starting out. So he's taking a guy by the name of Billy Joel Saunders over from England. Trains with Tyson Fury. Actually comes from the same lineage of Tyson Fury, where his uh, I think his grandpa was a gypsy. Okay. And, you know, and so there's like the yep. whole gypsy boxing thing. Yeah. Sure. So comes from that whole lineage, undefeated fighter, um, and has everything. Has everything in terms of style, um, in terms of credentials, if you will, and also the gift of gap, which you look for in a boxer. Where, where Canelo is a little more polarizing, just being from Mexico, his power, what he brings to the ring. Billy Joe Saunders is more of the complete package. Canelo is obviously the favorite right now. Um, I think last time I checked, he's like minus 400. Don't sleep on Billy Joe Saunders, though. This fight has been a long time coming. Uh, they finally got the deal done. Like I said, it's not getting hyped up like it should be. But Billy Joe Saunders isn't a guy that's just going to kneel down to Canelo Alvarez. Like this is, this is, The fix is not going to be in for this fight. I think that Billy Joe Saunders is going to give everything that, that he has to try to beat Canelo Alvarez. Keep in mind, too, Billy Joe Saunders, the weight advantage is going to be the same, obviously, on weigh-in day. But Billy Joe Saunders has the reach advantage by a lot and also has the height advantage by a lot as well. That's never stopped Canelo before. Sure. He's accustomed to this. He's used to this. But definitely a fight to watch. Definitely a fight to check out uh, in the world of boxing. We're talking about real boxing. How come we didn't hear any sound bites on that in the show today? No, it's like I said, no one's talking about yeah. it. Like it's, oh, and I think being from Dazzin, too. Yeah. So like it's one thing if it's like top-ranked boxing, where it's ESPN. Right. Then you're on ESPN channels. Dazzin, unfortunately, like they don't, they're not all about Doesn't the promotional the stuff. Yeah. They don't have the footprint, which is a shame because it is. This, it, this, this fight is should be getting a lot more. It, it is. Yeah. It is. It, it, it could be one of the biggest fights of the year, honestly. Hmm. Yeah. Who's winning it? Who you got? <sighs> I gotta take Canelo. Yeah. But I, but people are running Billy Joe Saunders off. I think it's gonna be a battle, and I think that you could see some surprising results. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, taking Canelo, but I'm saying if Billy Joe Saunders wins, I wouldn't be surprised. All right. I'll there you go, man. I'll have to look it up. I'll look to, it up. Uh, Check it out. Dazzin. Dazzin. Or, you know, if you one want my, to do the other thing. But I'm going to encourage that on the show. To watch. Yeah. Kind of well, you know, it's not an ESPN brand, so it's all good. Say, what, what do you want about Dazzin? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Go play. Apps. Thanks for answering the bat signal today and helping me out. I Absolutely. appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Uh, you know, always good to come. Take us home. Talk a little sports. Of course, we'll be doing it again on Monday, 3 o'clock. We'll talk to you then. Brett Martin will be back. For Brett Martino, Stuart Weber helping me out. Justin Coons back in the studio pushing all the right buttons. I'm Austin Lane. Y'all have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay casual. We'll see you Monday. Peace. Come buy a Lamborghini. Yeah.